Episode number nine of Wedding Photographers Unite. My name is Andy Buscemi. And my name is Neil Urban. And we are a bi-monthly wedding photography podcast, a wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. By wedding photographers. Neil Urban, how are you doing? I am doing good. I'm doing good, Andy. How are you? I'm doing very good. The snow has melted in Buffalo just barely. <laughs> it feels so good. And it's still bright out looking at the window. Looking out the window, it's still yeah, bright outside. Yeah, there's a sun yeah. up there somewhere. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful it is. thing. It is. Uh, so this is kind of like uh, this is like a current events episode almost because there's so much so much is going, going on. on. We were talking yeah. about like topics of you know every time Neil and I we have a little powwow like hey what should we talk about this mm-hmm. week this kind of thing and there's a lot going on. Yeah, we just kept um, adding things to the list. It's like oh gosh, this is going to be like a five hour show, <laughs> but so, no, it won't be. But <laughs> we'll, we'll try and condense these topics and, and get to the nitty gritty of each of them um, for for it's listeners like here. Mid April right now, like what? Why is everything happening right now? Yeah, I know you, man. Like again, this is supposed to be like slow season. Yeah, but yeah. it's dude. I like, like all this stuff going on. And I know. It's like it's cool. I mean, I guess. But then, like, where's my off season? I don't know where <laughs> right. it is. But that's that's a that's an okay thing. It's a good thing. So it is. It is. Okay. What, what have you been up to for the past two weeks since uh, we last recorded? Yeah, I mean, the past two weeks really. It's actually been doing a lot of like. I feel like I'm busier than I am. It's been a lot of just business stuff on the back mm-hmm. end and things that aren't like I'm, you know, working every day, but it's not on a lot of photo related stuff. It's more of the business back end things right. and, you know, getting ready. I still constantly am trying to keep my portfolio up to date mm-hmm. and I want to go through and do like finally the big update on my portfolio, which is, I always have it in the back of my mind. I'm like, I'm going to go through like every wedding, everything I ever shot and like really cut back on the shots that are on my <laughs> yeah. site and then really edit in my new style. And uh-huh. I keep wanting to do this and it always is at the bottom of my list, but it's so close to being at the top of my list that I'm getting close well, to Well, to it. find the time uh, to go through about half a million pictures. You know? Yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. When you actually do it, it's like, then it's like, what is actually worth going back right. to? Is it really worth going back to that wedding I shot four years ago uh-huh. for this one thing? And then <laughs> digging out that hard drive that has that those raw files on it. Um, I don't know. It ends up being worth it, but just I just want to do... Like I want to narrow my portfolio down to like the stuff that really matters mm-hmm. and and present something that's cohesive in terms of style. I mean, I, I've I've already constantly been doing that, but I mean, I mean the big update, right, man? You know what I mean? Like the big update of like actually <laughs> getting back to the stuff that I wanted to do. So uh-huh. that's you know some of the basics of what's been going on with me. What's been going yeah. on with you uh, recently? Gosh, not too much. Um, I mean, well, our biz- our building that we stay in that we have a studio in, it had a big party last week, so we kind of had to prep for that so that took a lot of my time you know away from the business and all that stuff Mm -hmm. um and then uh uh you know i've been getting out quite a bit um Mm -hmm. now that it's nicer out you know the sun is shining um i'm a golfer i'm away from photography and you know i i kind of bring this up because i i want to tell our audience that it's important to get out there 
and not do photography related yes, stuff. You know what absolutely. I mean? To actually have a hobby mm-hmm. and you know, no matter what it is, if, as long as you can get outside, get some fresh air, get some, you know, work out a little bit or something like that, whether if it's hiking, going for a bicycle ride, it's mm-hmm. very important to get out there. Um, it, I, I just feel like, you know, it builds creativity at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and if, I mean, again, it's, we've talked about this before, but if you're all photography all the time, um, too much work makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> is, is that the saying? Or what is the saying? Too much work and no know. play makes Jack something. Anyway, know. that. That's what I'm talking about. Just to make, just vary it up a little bit and do things outside yeah, of Yeah, because I mean, if if you're a full-time photographer or a part-time photographer, it's it's pretty much no longer really a hobby. I mean, it's it's now a job. Yes. Um, so it's, it's very important to get away from it, maybe find a new hobby that you don't make money on or you can't make money on. And then, uh, then you kind of get back into photography and then it's kind of like new again. It, mm-hmm. it feels more like a hobby than a, than a full-time job. So it's, you know, like I want, like I want to tell our guests just, uh, or our, uh, our audience, just get out there and, and do something. Do something, <laughs> yes. man. Life is, life is beautiful. Live it, live it. Um, all right. So our topics this week, uh, here's what I wanted to bring up, especially on this, uh, this last episode, since we had our uh, colleague Lindsay Daddario on the show, which I was really happy with that episode. I thought oh, it was I know. awesome having her yeah, on. Yeah, just I thought talk she was a and fantastic yeah. guest. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, she runs uh, you know the local photographers group that we have, and one of the things that often happens in, the, in these groups that was kind of an issue. You know, I was talking to another local area photographer mm-hmm. in our neck of the woods, and he was basically saying that. Um, you know, there's different opinions on on posting wedding gigs within these groups. So, for example, um, if I'm already booked on, I don't know, July 23rd or whatever, right? So, if I'm already booked, what is... We have different options of what we can do. Mm-hmm. And one of those options is to go to our local photographers group and say, Hey, I'm already booked on July 23rd. Who's available? Right. And and then you get all these responses back and say about and, thirty or forty from about thirty or forty yeah. people. And it's like hey, I'm available. I'm available. Hey, me too. Me mm-hmm. too. And everybody's prices are different. Everybody there is in a different level, and their work is different. Yeah. Yep. And then you end up having to like sift through and like see whose work is at your level, right? Mm-hmm. Because we want to refer people that are roughly in the same place that we are. Or we should anyway. Um, and uh, so that's just one thing that I wanted to talk a little about, and you can maybe get a little bit of my hint of where I feel on that to begin with. But um, so Neil, how do you feel about you this? You know, what I have, I have a feeling this? we're going to be on the same page almost. You yeah. know, this past week, actually, the last episode that we had kind of jinxed me a little bit. This past week, we had a couple in, wonderful couple. Um, they're actually getting married this year in a, in a couple months, and we just happen to be available. They seemed very excited, want to meet with us like right away. Uh, so we, we we met with them, and um, we do have our starting point of what our packages start at mm-hmm. on our website. And um, so we just think that when people come in without discussing prices beforehand, they see that and they kind of know what they're getting their, themselves into. Yeah, and that actually helps turn people away that mm-hmm. don't fit where right. you are, and it just makes life a little bit easier for everybody with at least that yeah. starting point. Now, this couple, as soon as they came in, I mean, we have our way of doing things like we talked about in the last episode. Well, the bride, she just handed over like this huge piece of paper, like five sheets of paper, you know, and had a list of what they're looking for in a photographer. They had a shot list and everything. And this was before we even said hello or, you know, said welcome and have Uh, a seat kind of thing. So that kind of, you know, I didn't know what to do. We never, we never been in that 
situation before. Mm -hmm. So you looked at the list and then we kind of started our whole routine and, you know, they, they gave us like little short word answers Mm -hmm. and then they were like, okay, do you have a price list? Like right away. It's like, okay, that's, that's not really a good sign because we're trying to get to know you and see if you're a right fit. So I, I said, you know, the, the website says starts at such and such and they just kind of like they were floored they're like oh my gosh like what are we doing here kind of thing yeah and it's like well you guys are getting married pretty soon mm-hmm. you know did you see the work did you yeah. read the website yeah that and that's what thing. that's there for like i don't understand mm-hmm. like what, like i'll have a couple come in sometimes like you get that one random one where yeah. it's like they haven't looked at your work they don't know where your price point is it's like why like why are you here like like but, that's but, what that's there for is yeah it? You know, and, and like, here's the thing is that the first thing that's that she wrote down on her piece of paper was she's looking for a high fashion photographer like a high fashion wedding mm-hmm. i'm like oh perfect we yeah. have great samples here for you to look at mm-hmm. so we hand them over and you know she loved it but um she she wanted the high fashion photographer but she didn't want to pay the what the it prices. costs to actually yeah. produce that quality of work exactly all right so leading up to this um you know i have a list of photographers that you know their, their work is kind of like all over mm-hmm. you know the cheaper route but yeah. but you know i still have their names down even though they're not uh, up to my kind of like work you sure, know they're sure. not on my um yeah but you know where my prices are. Yeah, I think I do something but, similar. But you know what? Keep going. Yeah, they're professional. I know if I send people to them, yeah. they'll still take care of them. Absolutely. They're very professional. They run a, a great business. Mm-hmm. The work isn't where my work is, but it's for those people who you know can't really afford us. Yes. So therefore, I'm not going to send them your name. I'm not going to waste your time. Right. Right. That, that kind of thing. Yep. So therefore, I do have my list of. The lower end photographers and then you know the higher end photographers yeah. and you know what and i'll send these people you know i'll send them to these people because i know they're all professional mm-hmm. if i post a link you know up to the you know the photo chat group saying you know such and such who's available and um i'm gonna that means i'm gonna have to research all of these photographers and yes. see who's yeah. and, and just because their work is good and their prices are right around my prices doesn't mean they're professional. Yeah. And therefore that's those people are, you know, it's gonna It reflects on your business. It reflects on my name, yes. yes uh, much, re- because and, I am referring them and if they're not professional, then that looks bad on me. Yes. I do something exactly similar to you where I have a list of like actually like eight people mm-hmm. um and you know and it's and it's the same thing like it's not necessarily my job to like i'm okay well it is my job to basically go through and say like i fully recommend these people that i'm sending to you mm-hmm. i either know them personally professionally or both i think they all do amazing work um but you know people's styles vary from soft to dramatic and like we spoke about last time, and this is actually the line where I totally did steal from Lindsay and I put it in <laughs> this email right here and I say, it ends up being a very personal decision who you go with. Mm-hmm. So here's these links of eight photographers. You should check them out. I fully get behind every one of them. They're going to have difference in, in style. They're going to have difference in price. Um, but that's, you know, it's not necessarily, even for me, if I was going to hire a wedding photographer in this area... I don't know. Like I'd have to think a little, like a lot about it because mm-hmm. different people have different things and different styles, different prices and, and personalities and, personalities and mm-hmm. all of that matters. And, and it just isn't something that you can just, um, you know, you have to basically do a little pre-qualifying because it, cause it comes back to your business, but given the two choices, right? Mm-hmm. Choice a, I'm already booked on July 23rd. 
I send out this email with eight links in it and say, hey, you know, here's some people you should check out. Hope somebody's available. Awesome. You know, thanks so much for your interest in my work. Mm-hmm. Good luck to you guys. Right. Even in terms of time that it takes for me to do that and send that email out versus um, I'm, I'm booked on July 23rd. I get on the website and I post, hey, I'm not available July 23rd. Who is? And then I get 40 links that I have to sift through and, and see who's, a, who's I can feel confident recommending, right. who I know, who I don't, where mm-hmm. the prices are, and then forward those links on so that I can be confident in who I'm actually sent forwarding them on. Just even ter- in terms of like a time thing, I would you know suggest that you consider option A is something to do. I, I think it's also more beneficial to the couple too because you're you know they're they're getting the the people that you actually do recommend or mm-hmm. that are as I think the best way that is how you just said it is are professionals that that are maybe aren't stylistically the same as me maybe yeah. aren't priced the same as me but I consider them professionals in the same way I run my own business. Yeah, they're going to be in good hands. Kind of. Yes. Thing. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> so and it's not to say that it's like now sometimes like I got uh, this this um, you know potential client and then they wanted some event coverage for a Saturday that I was already booked with a wedding mm-hmm. and in that case if it's event coverage I know a lot of my wedding photographer friends don't always like event coverage this kind of thing so you know I'm not just going to refer the same eight people for my event coverage I'm gonna, I actually am going to get on that board and then say right. okay who's available for this event coverage on this Saturday where most of the most people that work at a full-time level are already going to be booked with mm-hmm. weddings mm-hmm. Um, but then but then at least I know that I'm referring people to this client where they may be available um, yeah. and that kind of thing so mm-hmm. um, and it's worth doing the research for me just to be the nice guy to help that client out mm-hmm Right. I agree. I agree. Right? And you know what? Whenever you get a referral from another photographer, don't forget to email them, give them a call and just tell them thank you. Yes. You know, that, that means a lot too. Absolutely. And that's, that's how our business works. Um, you know, and that's actually something too that I think maybe, you know, a lot of people that just kind of post don't necessarily always get as well. It's like if, if you're constantly... Yeah, I know some photographers in the area who I've gotten work from, you know, I've gotten, Mm -hmm. you know, weddings from because they've referred to me. And every time I get one from them, that makes me want to put them on my list if I think they're professional and then hopefully give something back to them, too. Right. You know, and then that it kind of becomes circular. It's like Um, a give and take kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. if it's too hodgepodge random, then it doesn't make as much sense and you know so it's something to think about here people think about it maybe 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 you do want to post you know but maybe you want to try and just you know knock it down to five to ten people that you think are at your level and and send it out that way great something to consider i agree i agree (laughs) okay um all right so neil uh this just came up the other day in terms of uh of a little bit of a story that's uh, well, mm-hmm. I'll let you tell it the sparkler story there. Well, the Ryan Mullen story—it's a sparkler story. It's kind of gone viral within the wedding photography community. Um, he just had a bad experience with the sparklers. We've all done that. If you haven't done it yet, you will. We promise you that you will. <laughs> um, the sparklers at the end of the night, and you know what? You no, know what's crazy about the story is that I see myself being in this guy's shoes. It mm-hmm. happening to me because mm-hmm. I'm one of the, those photographers who would help out help lighting up the sparklers with the guests mm-hmm. help out the wedding planner or the uh or the um the the manager at the uh the restaurant right. because we want thing. things because to go we as well want... for the couple and just possible. help them out sure. you know just light, light them up and, and yeah and let's get things I've done going that too, where like i've you know like people don't have like this one 
nobody people brought like two lighters mm-hmm. and everybody has you know there's like three people that smoke there so there's three lighters you know what i mean and then yeah. you're like going around trying to light these things and so i've done the same thing too mm-hmm. yeah, and it's and it's so it's a little bit of a scary story i'll let you it is it, it is and you know what we'll put uh we'll post it in the uh the show the, the show, show notes, notes too yeah. uh but yeah anyways um the guy brian kind of knows that these sparklers were a little bit different sparklers they were shorter sparklers they were like different colored they, they i guess they glue or um they glowed blue or whatever so mm-hmm. he was kind of excited but he you know he put multiple sparklers in his hand and when they when they lit they just they pretty much blew up almost like kind of like a, a bomb, like a fireball kind of thing in his hands. Apparently, yeah, because apparently he had them in his hands, like multiple mm-hmm. sparklers Mul- in his yeah, hand. Yeah, mul- multiple. And I think because mm-hmm. I read the story too, he basically wasn't sure if he lit it or or a guest accidentally lit it. But all he knew is they just blew up in his hand. Yeah, yeah. And then um, the, bride and, the bride and groom, they were making their entrance or saying their goodbye or whatever. So it was time for him to shoot and his hand was in pain. But you know what? I commend him for it because he's like, you know, I'm I'm just going to get the shot first and then worry yes. about my hand. And you have to keep going. <laughs> yeah. You have to keep going. You don't have a choice. And that, I mean, that isn't like the perfect example of... I don't think many brides and grooms like realize how committed we are to actually being amazing. <laughs> I know that's why I see myself like, like, like it's the while same I was thing, reading right? this sh- reading yeah. this story. I'm like, gosh, this is <laughs> this is like me here. But uh, yeah, because like if something happens, like if and I've you know there's been a few maybe one or two things where I've fallen or like something happened, mm-hmm. right? And, but you have to keep going. Like yeah. like even if I'm in extreme pain, as long as I can be in extreme pain and still shoot. I will still have a smile on my face in extreme pain because I want their day to go well. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. Like that's 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 the level of dedication yeah. here that we're talking about. And that's a gross anybody. Uh, I was on a photo shoot once and I just snapped my ankle in half. I mean, it, it was pain I've never even felt before. I mean, my, my ankle was like... Was it a wedding? 90 degree. Yeah. It wasn't a wedding, okay. but it was a photo shoot. Yeah. Um, and... I, I just hobbled over to my camera that was on a tripod. I got the shot, and I was like, "Okay, that's great." And then, it, then I went and cried in the corner like a l- little <laughs> <Yes>. baby. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, I mean, you just got to keep on going. But uh, back to the story, sure. you know, um, uh, he, you know, he got the shot. But well, he was trying to get the shot, but his his cl- his trigger finger wasn't working. So then he tried his middle finger that wasn't working either. Then he tried his ring finger that wasn't working. Then he tried his pinky. And then he, you know, finally got a couple clicks and then he was like, okay, my hand is in much pain. I got to go to the bathroom and check this out. And then that's when he realized he's got to go to the hospital. Yeah. And then it's, it is a long story. I highly recommend reading it because it is a, you know, good heads up saying, you know, be careful out there and not only for photographers, but you know, warn the wedding planners if you see this kind of stuff happening. Um, but lesson learned for Brian and pretty much everybody else. I thank Brian for, if he's listening, uh, for sharing his story and you know it's a it's an eye-opener for us yeah absolutely and you know this kind of it's and, always and, a reminder right it's mm-hmm. always a reminder that one little thing like that for us as professionals who rely on our bodies physically working in order to continue to do the jobs that we do is crazy important like yeah. in one little thing like that um like i don't know if you heard about the anthony i forget his last name like started with a c i forget his last name but he had als and eventually his he was unable to shoot over time he kind of mm-hmm. knew that it was coming yeah. um uh but he, eventually he lost the ability to to shoot uh on a full-time basis and he had to stop his business and there mm-hmm. was a really nice support from the, from wedding photographers in the community that that helped him out and and everything like that but yeah. 
so there's that. And then, you know, it also relates to that other recent story uh, where a wedding photographer died. Yeah. Um, and this is, I think, somewhere in the UK. And he was... And we all do this. Mm-hmm. Every single one of us, as, as photographers, we get so into the moment of shooting. Like, there was a clip on... Uh, you know, a few years ago on YouTube, where the guy, wedding photographer was backing up down the down the aisle, and he, he like he like fell and went into the pool, into and, his, the, and his yeah, gear and yeah. equipment went in there. But this was the same kind of thing where, you know, that that guy was lucky. He went into a you know the pool. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, yeah, what is that actually called? The the baptism pool? Yeah, I think so. Something. It's, 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 <laughs> some churches have them, yeah. some don't. But <laughs> I always, but ever since I saw that clip. I always make sure that uh, I know where the baptism pool is yeah. kind of thing. But Yeah. Now, in that yeah. case, that was funny. But, like, so horribly, somebody else was backing up doing the same thing. He was in a graveyard, fell back, hit his head on the back of a, grain st- on a gravestone, and he died. Yeah. yeah. You know? And, 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 you know, right before that, you know, he posted a picture, you know, where he was shooting on Twitter. He was excited. Yeah. Um, you just get lost in the moment and kind of, you know, don't pay attention to your surroundings. But just a little slip and a fall, I mean... And I, yeah, nice. man, every shoot, like where I always, cause we all do it. It's like, I want to like get the shot, get the shot. So I'll like, I'll like be like leaning over an a ledge that I know that I shouldn't be mm-hmm. or, you know, on a slippery surface with like shoes that I shouldn't be wearing on an That's another thing I was just going like to bring that, up you know? is that, so, I mean, I don't know about you, but I work in dress shoes, you know, yeah. they're next, not, they don't exactly have traction. Right. So when I'm running alongside of a cliff trying to get a shot i completely forget that i'm in these slippery wedding shoes yeah and um not in my you know normal attire if i if i were to go hiking yeah yeah and no so. it's, it was in the same kind of thing too um i was just uh i was shooting in uh, at glen falls over mm-hmm. there and this was a couple weekends ago and i was in and it was like muddy and i'm going in the back and there's all those rocks in there and i have yeah. my, my shoes and i i almost felt but i didn't fell yeah fall and uh and but and i was thinking the same thing i was like i should really think about like the shoes i'm wearing is there like something in between these nice dress shoes and something that has like some kind of rubber on the bottom you <laughs> a know little bit of like, traction yeah. i don't know like dress shoes with uh, traction come on <laughs> come on guys we gotta create something matter of fact a matter of fact this is actually this is how these things get started right yeah you know like all these what these can we start a kickstarter right now yeah. <laughs> kickstarter right now okay support neil and i and we will come up with this concept uh, we will take uh, take nice nice dress shoes. We're going to and... trademark this idea before you guys even listen to the show. So yeah, don't, so don't try even and try steal it. it. We yeah. already got the domain name. <laughs> we already got it. It's too late. Sorry. Um, but yeah, you know, so. And for the ladies, there's going to be uh, dress shoes with uh, some traction on them too. <laughs> yes, so. <laughs> absolutely. So be careful out there, everybody, is the point that I just really Yes, please. Please yeah. be careful. It's mm-hmm. uh, um, Life is a beautiful thing, but and, and we have to be respectful of that and, and do yeah. the best we can. And then sometimes things just happen, and yeah. you can't control it anyway. And, and, if, and if that means anything, then right back to the idea of live life to the fullest while we're living it. Yeah. Um, because yeah. Because it is, it is but, very short, and sometimes yeah. it gets cut off shorter than it needs to be. Yeah, and remember, um, no photograph is worth a life. So. Yep, very true. Yeah. Very true. Um, all right, uh, moving right oh, along to oh, our today next is doomsday. topic. Current, current, current events doomsday, episode people. with Andy and Neil. Oh, gosh. Current yeah. events. <laughs> so doomsday, uh, Google has released that they are what cutting off um, search engine for the uh, mobile websites that aren't mobile friendly. Yeah. Um, now, me personally, I always thought my website was mobile friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, my company sent us an email out four years ago saying, oh, your websites are all now mobile. 
took a look at it. It's all good. Fine. I have nothing to worry about when this news came up. And then all of a sudden there is actually a link as to where you can actually search whether if your website is friendly or not. So I just threw mine in there just to double check. And you know what? Mine isn't mobile friendly. It says the links are too close, which they're not. And it says that the header is like too wide or whatever. But there's nothing that I can really do about that. I have to go, okay, well, I'm kind of what grandfathered in with this company yeah, that's yeah. once as soon as i picked up a camera i started with this uh wedding or this website company mm-hmm. and you know i really didn't want to switch over to anything because it was it was you know it it, it was out there in the world yeah, yeah. so i really didn't want to switch and um and now i'm kind of screwed because my the company that i use they don't have the best customer service at all uh so i'm I'm kind of kind of screwed right now, but um, but you know, I, I did want to start up a whole new website underneath our studio name, mm-hmm. which is which is something I always want to do. So I think that's going to kind of push me push, into push that new, along a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. eventually, if you're working with a company that isn't responsive, you know what happens? <laughs> eventually, people start leaving that company. So. Right, right. Um, so that's good to know, though. So, if, so people, if you have uh, websites that are not mobile friendly, and we'll, yeah, um, and, we'll post a link in our yes, in the show notes. I was going to say, so in particular, uh, you found a, a link that basically checks to see yep. compatibility. Yeah, all you got to do is say, put in your uh, your website name, and it'll check for it, and it'll actually, you know. Give you the you know why it's not mobile friendly if it isn't okay you know like so, like it said it told my icon or my links were too close to each other kind of thing but okay so that's good because a lot of the time like especially over the last few years a lot of sites claim to be mobile friendly mm-hmm, like but, mine was but are, is it 2010 mobile friendly or is it 2015 mobile <laughs> right. friendly is really the question especially in terms of like what Google is analyzing to say that it is so mm-hmm. even though right now in my mind I believe mine is is mobile friendly uh, but I don't know because I'm on a WordPress site where that's, you know, I think yours should so, be okay. Right. But I yeah. still, I still would, you know, what I'll do because I haven't done this yet is check this link that we post in the show notes to make mm-hmm. sure that it is. And if not, then maybe take steps to, to make sure that, that it can be. Right, um, right. And you, this may even be a case of, you know, contacting, um, you know, any vendors, cause this may be new, uh, for any developers that, uh, that are now seeing what the standards are for Google mm-hmm. that says, hey, Google says this is mobile friendly. Those standards may have changed over the past few years. So uh, this is something that if it's not mobile friendly, you may want to contact who your website provider is, if whether you're doing it on your own or um, with somebody else. But just to see, hey, uh, just so you know, uh, our sites are not mobile friendly and, are, and they're going to start dropping in rankings. Right. What is your plan to do something about this? This is Now, this is in the event that you're having somebody else design your site for you mm-hmm. or are, are using somebody's theme that these kinds of things yeah um but you know um google's not going to completely take your website off completely mm-hmm. it's just from the people who are searching over over their mobile devices sure uh, not, not not their computers oh so it, so it only affects the mobile it search. only it only affects the mobile search okay. which is good but you know i, I kind of looked up my google analytics yeah uh, i checked that in uh, from time to time and i think my my mobile search is maybe like 30 percent, if that okay so it, it's not going to affect me too much but mm-hmm. it's still gonna sure. probably affect me but but you know people can get in into my website through my blog and other places online so we'll see how it happens i'm just gonna um Start building this new website and uh, and watch my analytics over time too. Okay, so we'll see what happens. All right, uh, current event number five with Andy <laughs> and Neil today, uh, and this is just a very quick. Uh, what will probably be a very quick follow up to the wedding uh, cover f- uh, 
controversy. Where yeah, the, we, yeah, we where talked the, about this back in well, like episode two or three when it first happened. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's been there's been news. Yeah, and just a small, well, not a small development, but a development essentially where the photographer is now suing the couple for def- defamation. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, so so now that so there's a so now this is photographers going after the couple, which you know I have to say like. I'm I'm really like ugly. it is it's yeah. getting ugly and I was really kind of like somewhat split on it before but I I remember saying at the time in our episode you know at least there was something wrong with the way this photographer did something about not being clear mm-hmm. totally clear or maybe even having a weird pricing structure but still it falls in the couple too if they weren't reading it but still why would you do that with that extra cover but you know now I'm kind of seeing this and I and I saw what the photographer wrote and what the claim is and I'm thinking now I'm lining up a little bit more towards the photographer we're like yeah oh, okay. like this couple really did be, if they were all into social media and they mm-hmm. just like wanted to slam this photographer and that was the plan you know because you know for one thing you know so yeah. so so I basically the point is, is I think this photographer has has a has a bit of a point and there's a, we this should be very interesting mm-hmm. in terms of what happens from here uh because it, this is a serious does serious impact and serious damage to this photographer's it's, it's business. Her, yeah, and, it's her life. Yeah, um, and you know you can imagine what their what that photographer's lawyer is going to be saying that this couple essentially you know spoke defamation of character. Uh, you will lose such and such an amount of business, and that's why I'm suing for such and such an amount of business, which potentially can be quite a bit of money if yeah. you think about years and the amount of damage that that can do to that photographer's yeah, career. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to get interesting. <laughs> and uh, just a quick note on that to, to let, you, let you all know that happened. Again, we'll put a note in the sh- a link. Yeah, in the I still have to read it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I saw it, but I didn't have time to kind of click into it and, and read the whole thing. I mean, was there a whole lot of story of what was going on or was it just they're just now going after... Uh, there was a, yeah no there was a bit of a story and uh, I think maybe even linking to that photographer's lawyer's article itself okay. you know the, okay. the actual I don't know if it went that far but it was at least a few paragraphs of mm-hmm. information about how this photographer is now suing the couple okay um, and man and, and for it to go that deep over fifty what is it fifty bucks or a hundred bucks <laughs> for the cover charge like no. on both parts man on yeah. both like. That's just a people thing. Like you've got to be able to work that out, and and who, and who knows? Maybe it's the couple. It's a couple's problem for not doing it, or maybe it's the photographers. I don't know, but it's just like a people work this crap out, man. You right. know what I mean? Like for that small amount of money to have it like land into this, like jeez, man, like something went down. I don't know. I know. Uh, it's it's something it's, happened. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> don't don't like to hear it. I'm sorry for both those everybody involved in that. Um. <laughs> Okay, and then uh, the next next uh, current events, and now this is going to be if if the last topic was very short, <laughs> this one's going to be way shorter. <laughs> this is awesome. So today, today Lightroom Six uh, is announced and it's updated. So I went into my Adobe Creative Cloud account, which I'm doing like the photographer's package, mm-hmm. and I updated my uh, my Lightroom. And when I click my Lightroom button, I was like, when Neil came into my studio at my office, I was like, hey, Neil, check this out. Check out the new Lightroom 6. <laughs> I click the button. I see the splash screen for how long? Oh, it was like point, point, or it was like point zero 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 one. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you can't even tell that it's there. The splash screen comes up for point five seconds. There's something there. yellow and orangish. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, that's like a, like a different splash screen, and then it just goes away. Goes away, like and then, like that. And then I click it again, than that. and then it's like that, and then it just goes away. So, although I now have like room six on my computer, 
I can see that much of the, the screensaver. So just just to make you all aware that happens today. I was today, like, where is it? Uh, <laughs> He's like, that was it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's Lightroom 6. That's what it does. Um, so unfortunately, we can't really go into Lightroom 6 because that's all we've seen so yeah, far. that's what we've seen. Uh, but, you know, the, the overall thing that I know about it essentially is just its performance improvement, uh, mm-hmm. which is great as far as I'm concerned. Um, I'm still in Lightroom 3, I think. Uh-huh. I think I'm still in 3 or 4. I think I'm in 3. I okay. don't know. Yeah. I'm happy with it. So yeah. I still have all my sliders. Uh, yeah. You know, if it works, it works. You know, we can get overly concerned about, you yeah. know, having the latest, greatest thing. Where... And I'm not that guy. Yeah. I, I just want to let my our audience know I'm not that guy who's got to update as soon as it comes out. I'm just... And that is an okay Unless it's like thing. an iPhone. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but uh, I don't know. I'm just not that guy. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like new tools. Now, now maybe... Maybe I can turn you into a little bit of that guy with with why I think this might be you know kind of cool I, for the for what I've seen of Lightroom Six. It looks awesome. Okay, so now here so now here's why I think maybe you should be yeah right. <laughs> Neil, let me sell you on this. Did Lightroom you just 6 get here. that joke? Yeah, I just, yeah, just took a few seconds to process. Neil, here it is, man. Come on, go for it. It's the latest thing. It's 0.5 seconds of a splash screen. It's really uh, fast. Yes, <laughs> actually, it's super fast when it comes right down to it. Uh, but <laughs> when it actually works, from what my understanding is is just that it's all about performance and speed improvement, right? So anytime, Mm -hmm. like the way that I can really justify, and this is maybe too justifying too much, but the way that I can justify any one of those um, um, upgrades is just when it saves me time, then it pays for itself because it's like time is money. Money is time. Our whole businesses are based off of, you know, how much time do I have to shoot? And sometimes I would rather have the time versus the money. So if upgrading to Lightroom 6 is going to give me more time because it's faster and more responsive in the performance, it's now using like the GPU performance as well mm-hmm. as the CPU. But it gives me if it gives me more time in my life, then that justifies the price to me because uh, then then time is essentially is money. Right. Time is money oh, and then that gives me more time to do other things if, mm-hmm. instead of if I'm waiting for, uh, you know, this change that i'm making in lightroom and it's taking forever but maybe if if you know if you have zero performance problems with lightroom and lightroom 3 or whatever then mm-hmm. maybe it isn't time or is money and then it doesn't matter as much but yeah. um i am i do get a little caught on the, wanting to have the latest stuff mm-hmm. um but i'm getting better about it in the sense like i like still i'm actually somewhat impressed with my consumerist self that I still am like running my 2011 MacBook. Hey, um, me too. <laughs> yeah, and and I haven't really had the need to really upgrade. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but the new ones are coming out, maybe. Possibly yeah, the new ones soon. are, and we kind of talked so, about it in that mm-hmm. one episode. Yeah. But I'm, but when the new MacBook Pros Pro, come out, right. yeah, when those come out, then I yeah. will be, I'll be upgrading that. Yeah, but I mean, but, you know, a software update compared to a brand new MacBook Pro, the price difference, you know, if right, if you know, right, if the performance is there, yeah. and maybe if you're unsure, maybe wait until. People can get beyond the splash screen and uh, <laughs> and see what the performance reviews are in, in the real world and yeah. see if it ends up being worth worth it to you. Um, and we won't scare anybody. I'm I'm sure it might be just Andy's computer or something like that. So yeah, um, which is know. actually I if I have the suspicion that the reason for that is is because I still because things were so busy this past wedding season I'm still running. 10.9 it looks like i'm running 10.9.5 on osx and so i haven't upgraded to the most latest operating system so okay. they might have troubleshot more of more of adobe sick uh, lightroom 6 working for the new operating system and because i'm running the old one maybe there's something else going right. on or something conflicting yeah. and that, i'm sure they're gonna get that's know. the reason for my splash screen but still uh you know <laughs> it's kind of a problem <laughs> uh-huh. so- 
by next episode maybe we'll uh we'll know more about Lightroom 6 so we can talk about it more in future episodes so yes and uh, if you would uh, like to write in to info at Wedding Photographers Unite, just like John did, that would be fantastic. Uh, John wrote in to us uh, just a little bit talking about uh, what happened uh, you know, towards the end of our last episode. And mm-hmm. we were talking about pricing. And, uh, and we just very, very briefly at the end mentioned part-time photographers when we were talking about pricing, what I was mentioning about pricing. And uh, what... The thoughts on on part-time photographers and how that impacts pricing and mm-hmm. is there well, let me ask you first and then mm-hmm. I'll, I'll throw some of my thoughts because i've been talking for a little bit here so mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on part-time photographers and pricing and rates and all that well if they have another you know it's kind of tough because i was never really a part-time photographer yes yep um i just kind of did photography until i got so busy and then i just kind of quit my, mm-hmm. my day job yep but um so I, I just kind of jumped right into being a full-time photographer. So I never really had that role. Um, so it's, I guess, for being a part-time photographer, I guess it all it's, it's all up to how many weddings you want to work, mm-hmm. um, how much experience you have. Um, I mean, yeah. you know, like I, I will say the same t- thing. It's as really you. tough for me to answer it's that. Pr- it was and, tough and, for me and too. For you too. And, yes. And I think that's what John wants to hear is exactly. a part-time photographer's point of view. Exactly. That's where you know I was kind of brain brainstorming of what part-time photographers can we have on as a guest, and maybe we will we will get their their side of the story and how they do things. Yeah, absolutely. And mm-hmm. it's the same thing because it's totally like when we have that conversation and when we have that pricing conversation of that episode that's about to come up here. People, <laughs> uh, but I said that for the past episode. nine episodes. Um, <laughs> But but when we talk about pricing, I will admit that outside of my head is part time people. Like I'm I'm specifically talking about full time when I give my general how much time can you work and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't think about that when I'm talking about that. And it's totally true that when you're part time, you can shoot for less if you already have another full time yeah. job. And and that's as much as anybody might not like it. As much as full time photographers may not like it. Too bad. Mm-hmm. That's the market. Yeah. You know, like, and that's and that's what I, what I will say about it. You know, just in terms of like business, like, hey, too bad. That's the market. If people are out there able to do it, it's the same thing as like Apple. It's it's the market speaks for itself. If Apple computers are what everybody loves, and then somebody else kind of makes an Apple computer that's just as good part time, mm-hmm. then people can buy that. Like whatever. The point is, is that the market corrects itself and market adjusts for itself. And if people can make exact clones of apples. At, yeah. at half the price, then people will buy them. Right. If if they, if they are indeed the exact same thing and function the same thing and have the same operating system, all these kinds of things. Uh, but uh, same thing for wedding photographers. Like like it just is. It is true. It's it's the nature of the beast. It's always been that way too. From speaking to other photographers that have been shooting around since the seventies. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know. Uh, and yeah. you know, I've ha- I've had had it told to me. It's like, well, we think it's so different now, and there's a lot more part time photographers. They're like, no. I shot weddings full time in the seventies, and that's the way it was back then too. Like yeah. there were always weekend warriors. Right. The whole point of WPPI was that it accepted weekend warriors as as opposed to just full time wedding photographers. Mm-hmm. Like that was like a big thing apparently for WPPI when when they kind of became what they became is is that they embraced the weekend warriors right. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always kind of been a thing. It might be a little bit more pro- prolific now uh, just because of the ease of buying it. But but still, I, you know, I still think there's like you reach a saturation point with, um, which was like one of my points on the last episode of like, 
and okay, good, because I kind of wanted to mention this too. Like, uh-huh. uh, I do believe when I was mentioning the cream will rise to the top, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that the more that you shoot, if you continue to shoot as a full-time photographer, you are go- your skill set is going to get better. And I kind of touched upon this a little bit, but then there's like that idea of like 10,000 hours. I don't remember if I mentioned that or not, but like you're not like truly an expert. There's been these studies that say 10,000 hours is like the magic number, that you're not like truly an expert at a craft until you reach that 10,000 hour point. Sounds like and, a pilot. <laughs> yeah, I guess, but but it's it, I, you know it should, it's tr- true for us too. Like we know that like in the beginning, I think a lot of photographers think, oh, you just press a button and that's it, and there's mm-hmm. nothing else that goes into it. But the more that you get into oh, this, the more you realize <laughs> how much is actually involved in creating amazing images and what goes into to producing those. The level of of that work, right? Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, so this is something that we know for a fact that you always are getting better at. You're getting better at directing. You're getting better at posing. You're getting better at lighting. You're getting better at working with people. Mm-hmm. You're getting better at so many different things. Mm-hmm. And so when you hit that 10,000 uh, hour point, then 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 truly your work and what is happening is at a different level. And I feel like when the more that you work, you know, people see it in the work, people see it and how they talk about how they work for you and all that stuff, you know, matters. So, so that's what I was kind of talking about with that saturation thing where I feel like the cream rises to the top because it is so involved. You can continue to learn so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not to say that if, that if you're part time, you can't uh, continue to get better and you will continue to get better. But it's just I feel like it's not at the level of somebody who's constantly doing this every day of their right. life. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So, you know, I say charge what you can. You know what I mean? Like, charge what you can, whatever you're worth. And it's the same thing. But don't undercharge just yeah. to, in the sake of getting a job. Um, that clients, the clients that I mentioned earlier, uh, who were in a couple days ago that, you know, they were they had stickers, you know, they were shocked by our prices kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they also gave us a price list from another photographer. They they said, can you match this? And I actually got to look at the prices of another photographer who yeah. who isn't full time, and I you know I just kind of looked at them because I was kind of curious. Yeah. Um. But I mean, their prices started at nine hundred bucks. Oh yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Sorry. Um. That's... The the album that you guys are holding right now is is worth almost double that. Yeah. So so it's like no, I'm see I, I'm sorry. Know, I, I put that and I it's... put that on the it's the couple's fault, man. Like you have your your if they have your prices up there, like. It's it's, you know, like that's what they're but there for. People don't that, read, but they should. That's, that's the point. People of I, never read as man. a consumer. As a read. consumer, Even, if I go to buy anything, it's my job to research, to look into it, to know the information that's out there. So you're not being creating these weird, awkward moments because you don't know, have you, an idea of what you're you looking would think at. So. You know, like, you would think so. Huh? I do think yeah. so, and I think that's the way it should be. <laughs> <laughs> but. But no, I got to see the the prices of of a part time photographer, and I, I guess this part time photographer, she's supposedly been in the industry for thirty years, and but for thirty years, why is she charging like that amount? And you know what's keeping her from going full time? You know, is it the business side of things that she doesn't like? Um, does she like a steady paycheck? And this is kind of like why I want to have a part time photographer on as a guest sometime is just to see what's holding them back from going full time. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, in thinking about this, I also do think that uh, partly what I mentioned about, you know, being full time still applies because you have some other job, right? Or in most cases, you would have some other job. Mm-hmm. Um, and so still, uh, you know, you have to ask yourself again, 
what is your time worth? What is what is it all comes down to time versus money. Matter of fact, it always comes down to time versus money for the individual. Uh, no matter what anybody says about pricing, no matter what anybody says about any pricing, uh, you know, like any photographer might say, hey, you should charge this, you should charge that. If you're doing commercial work, you should charge this for this because this is this and this is what it's valued at. This is that yeah. doesn't matter. You know what it comes what at the end of the day. People are going to charge, you know, what their time is worth. And sometimes it takes people a while to figure out what their time is actually mm -hmm. worth. And you can continue living like that if that's really what you want to do. Yeah, I mean, but, if, okay, uh, let's say let's say if someone has a full-time job and they're a part-time wedding photographer. And this person's goal could be just one wedding a month. Mm -hmm. and, but you know what? If they're charging maybe like $1,500, that $1,500 is going to pay for their mortgage yeah. or their rent. And it goes or a lot the, and, further. And, and, exactly. It, it's so it's just extra it's money extra for money. them. Yeah. So yeah. there's things, you know, yeah. thing to, something yeah. to think about. Yeah, it's know. something to think about. But, I, you and, know, and, I've and, never been, uh, I've never, like I said, I've never been a part-time photographer, so I kind of want to see, yep. you know. And we kind of jumped the gun on this a little bit because uh, John mentioned we should have a part-time photographer on. And, yeah. But I just yeah. wanted to mention it too since it's, since it's fresh, but I think we will look into having that happen. Yeah, definitely. Um, so stay tuned. Yep. To be continued. Yeah. And uh, I think that's going to wrap up our current events episode uh, for the week. So, Neil, where can, where can people find you? Any, any, but actually, before I jump that gun, is there anything else we wanted to talk about here? Or yeah, we... That sounds pretty good. Okay. All right. It's <laughs> so a current events show complete. Yeah, There's quite uh, so, a bit. <laughs> so, okay. So, so, Neil, where can people find you? Neil Urban, N-E-A-L-U-R-B-A-N. Um, don't search me on uh, mobile devices right now. <laughs> no, but uh, anywhere, anywhere uh, Neil Urban, um, you know, uh, okay. I'm there. <laughs> right, cool. And you can find me, uh, Andy Buscemi, B-U-S-C-E-M-I. You can just Google that. And thank you so much for listening. And uh, Send us uh, some more reviews, guys. Reviews on iTunes. Yes. Thank you so much for, for uh, making that happen. That's how other people find out about the show. And we really absolutely appreciate every single one of them if you've been enjoying the show so far. And then also just one more plug. We'd prefer to talk with you rather than at you. So please exactly. do mm -hmm. send in uh, any questions or comments or thoughts on what we're talking about here to info at Wedding Photographers Unite. You can also, at the bottom of the comments section for the show, for each podcast episode on our website, WeddingPhotographersUnite.com, you can uh, also comment there and get a conversation going there as well. Uh, so thank you so much and uh, see you next time. All right, bye. Wedding Photographers. Invite.